Well, we were talking just a few minutes ago about codes. And we were trying to say, you know, how does a new person who's going to go out on their own, start their own business, where do they find these mythical codes at? Where do they exist? Hello, YouTubers. Thanks for tuning in with the Profit Dig Construction Show. Check us out sometime at ProfitDig.com. we got blog articles. We've got a great application to help you out on making quality bids very quickly. Very quickly. Uh, and Track your job costs. Yeah. Track your costs. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. One of the most important things you can do. It's probably mm -hmm. the most important thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, we were talking just a few minutes ago about codes. Yeah. And we were trying to say, you know, how does a new person who's going to go out on their own, start their own business, where do they find these mythical codes at? Where do they exist? Well, most of them are in your municipalities and your uh, uh, local courthouse of whatever area that project's in. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are, your business is in this county here, this area, and you're doing a job over here, well, whatever that local county is, or if you're in city limits, you may have two sets of codes you got to work by, a county code and a city code. So you've got to be familiar with their codes, how to apply for them, what you got to have. Uh, and there's always fees that go along with them. Yeah, and what, what, they give you some printouts or you get a PDF? Uh, well. You check out the library book? Well, that, well, 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 how do you again, get these codes? Well, there again, it depends on what area you're in. Like some places, you physically go down to the, to the courthouse and get an application, free codes, mm -hmm. fill them out, pay your fee, and then in return, you will get, you know, your your permit. So, but when you get into like more municipal, uh, I guess, larger areas, like, you know, downtown Nashville, uh, some of your more upscale communities and stuff, you know, that uh, has a lot more population, then most of them are more high tech, I call it. But you can go online and apply for your applications and stuff there, put your information in, and use a credit card hmm. to pay for your permits, and then they email your, your permit right back to you once, now, once it's do you, do you budget for these permits? Yes. And, and there again, it, you know, your budget varies. You, if you do the same work over and over, your, your permits are basically be about the same no matter where you go as far as what you need. Mm -hmm. But prices are going to change based on different counties, different cities. Uh, everybody has their own rates and, <clears throat> and just, probably the time it takes to receive the permit yeah and then you know certain certain counties and stuff will not all of them require it but a lot of them will have like inspection fees so when your inspectors come out to look at your stuff you know you may have to pay a fee to them mm. and so you know you really got to be guarded on how many times you call your inspector or kind of have a pretty good idea how many times you're going to need to call your inspector mm -hmm. if you got to pay inspection fees. Yeah, absolutely. And do you recommend doing multiple inspections if the pro if it makes sense for the project, or well, is there very little usage of that? It, it depends on your productivity, you know, and as far as what, what you're doing. Like if you're laying, you know, underground utilities outside a building or on site, you know, you don't want to have a half a mile of pipe or ditch open because it becomes a safety issue, mm. weather you know plays a role. If you have rain, your ditches start to cave in. So you know when you have 
a good day's work or two days worth of work, then you know you probably won't get that inspected so you can get it backfilled mm-hmm. to protect your product and also to keep your job site safe. Yeah. Uh, so you know, you know, depending on what you're doing, you're always going to have you know most time multiple inspections. So when you go to the municipal building and you say like, "Hey, I need some codes," you know, like, how do you know which codes you need to ask for? Uh, well, I mean, there again, when you go into the codes department, you're only applying for codes for your scope of work. Mm-hmm. So, like, hey, I need a, a sewer permit. Uh, I need uh, a yard water permit or yard sewer permit. Uh, depending on what you're doing, you know, I'm, I need a grading permit. I'm going to start grading this. So you got to go to stormwater, have a pre-com of stormwater. They got to look at your drawings, look at your erosion control you're going to have in place. You got to have permits for that. Got permits for erosion control. Uh, it just depends on your scope of work. You know, you've got to know what permits go along with your scope of work and just because this one county has to have just say six permits for your scope of work well you may have the same scope over here in this other county but you may only need three permits mm. and you know a lot of smaller counties will wrap two or three different types of inspections up in, in like one mm-hmm. uh, location so or one permit yeah. rather uh, and then there's also review fees a lot of times. You know, like if you're producing your own drawings and stuff and you've got to send them in to be approved or be looked at, you know, by the, the codes department or the city, then a lot of them will charge you a review fee because they're taking their time to look at your drawings to approve your project. And so that varies. So, you know, if, you, if you're going to be producing your own drawings, you know, you got to figure that in uh, because review fees, just like permits, the prices change from mm-hmm. one one location to another. Now, how how good are the codes for typically? Like, if you request the codes that you get, can you be sure that these are the most up to date codes for that area? Well, most of them, you know, like your your permits uh, for your utilities, they would usually you know go six months to twelve months somewhere mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. Now, if you're doing like a Say I go get an excavation permit, got to cut in the street out here, do a tie-in in the street. <clears throat> I got to have a sidewalk closure, lane closures. Uh, and so I pay for, just say, a week's worth. Mm-hmm. Well, then if you see your, your scope of work's going to run over, you've got to get back down there before yours runs out and renew it for another five days. Or I can go in out front and say, you know, I'm going to need this for 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. And I can go ahead and get it all, you know, to, to shut the road down for 12 weeks. It doesn't mean you have to shut it down. No, it doesn't mean you have to. But, but you are permitted but to. But I'm permitted to. Yeah. <laughs> now, and, and this may sound like a dumb question, but I mean, do I have to, as a contractor, do I need it? Like if I wanted to, say you wanted to hire me to dig a pond on, on your property and you're just going to pay me for my services, do I need a permit for that? No. Uh, now, you may have to, to get a land disturbance permit. Okay. And, mm-hmm. because the way the way it the way the law is with EPA, if you just in our area, if you disturb more than one acre, then you got to have a erosion control plan. Okay. And so a erosion control comes into effect, you know. So you got to. So you have to have a permit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just curious. So it's you know just because there's no structures or any kind of municipalities you're going to be excavating or digging around or even a bank involved for that matter 
What's up? Is there even a bank involved for that matter? Yeah. I guess if I'm, yeah, even if it's private property, I still need to go through the proper procedures. Yes. Because mm -hmm. yeah. if you have a major, you know, weather event and you have a lot of runoff of your project, off your, your your farm or whatever, it gets over on your neighbors, it gets into a stream. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that makes sense. So yeah, it's it's yeah. pretty important, you know, to make sure you got everything in place. Yeah. And it's easier to do it up front than it is to, to get fined on the back end and <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You building a pond? <laughs> no, I'm not building a pond. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just curious. <clears throat> right. I mean just just like, you know, if the guy, you know, brings a contractor in to, to, to build a deck, he might need a permit. But if you want to go out and build a deck on the side of your house, you don't have to tell anybody. You can just go get the wood and yeah. start building. Right. I mean, I don't know that that's how it's supposed to be, but well, no most, most time it varies like from city limit to county. Okay. Yeah, if you're in city limits, you do something like that, you know, you're probably gonna to have to have a have permit. permit, but outside the city limit, and, and, and a lot of places will have so many square feet. If you do an addition that's X amount of square feet, you got to have a permit. Yeah. If it's yeah. less than that, then you're free to do what you it's need to do. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that, you've pretty much answered my questions regarding <laughs> codes and obtaining my permits. Yeah. I Code breakers. Ready, I feel ready to yeah. go. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys joining us, Jeff Spencer. Thank you for your insight you as always. Jeff Gaines, good to see you. Producer Jerry. Fine job as always. Check us out at profitdig.com. We have one hell of a construction bidding application. You can uh, perform your job costing, uh, enhance your bidding process. Just check it out. Thanks for checking out the channel. Like the videos. Leave us some comments. Follow the channel. Let us know what you want to talk about. We'll see you soon. And best thing about Profit Dig, yeah. using it as a bidding tool, job costing tool. Yep. I don't think there's anything out there any cheaper. It's probably, yeah, the most uh, affordable. Yeah, most affordable, um, yet it, it covers the most important um, elements from, from bid to cost. So yes. Check it out. We'll see you guys. Thank you. Thanks. Later.